Hello and greetings. Welcome to Molding a Meditative Mindset Podcast. I'm so glad you are here. If you have been with us in previous podcasts, you will know that this is a podcast where we encourage couples to have an edifying, a peaceful, and an enlightening marital mindset as they prepare for their journey towards an exciting and blissful marriage. We delve on biblical principles governing premarital stages like courtship and engagement. And we also help you settle after marriage. My name is Dr. Lizzie Sosibo, and I'll be your host. In our present series, we are dealing with the power of words. That means communication. You know, good communication is key in any marriage. It ensures that both of you feel respected and you feel understood. And there's no misunderstandings. And also, you know, I want to remind us that we are dealing with Christ-centered courtship, Christ-centered engagement, and Christ-centered marriage. There should be a difference in Christ-centered marriage. You know, the factor that distinguishes a Christian marriage from others is that your marriage is not just based on love and connection. There's a covenant that you have, a commitment that you cannot sever. You know, you don't walk out of marriage just like that. should not be too easy to do it before you solve your problems. As Christians, we have codes or there's the word of God that guides us into how we talk to each other, into how we treat each other. Like, for instance, Matthew 7 verse 12 tells us, Therefore, whatever you want others to do for you, do also the same for them. It means we need to treat each other as we would like them to treat you. It's a principle that we need to apply in our marriages. How do you respond to somebody that's shouting at you, that's nagging, or somebody that speaks to you unkind words? You know, you have to respond calmly and not angrily. It's not easy, but you have to practice it. If you want your partner, for instance, to talk to you nicely to help you with tasks or to show more affection or kindness towards you, you must start doing those things yourself for them. It is an important principle of Christian marriage, you know, very important for communication. When you treat each other well, you open doors or you open a door for honest, loving, and Christ-centered communication in your marriage. And it nourishes both of you. You must also keep prayer at the heart of your marriage. Right? The Bible says in First Thessalonians 5 verse 17, pray continually. So pray without ceasing. Because as you do so, you are reminded of God's love, of God's care, of God's compassion. You are reminded of how Jesus used to handle situations. It helps you become calmer. It helps you understand. It helps you to have compassion. It helps you to have understanding for each other. It helps you know that you are not alone. There's someone that can handle your situations and that that's God. There's someone that can help you in this journey this helps you strengthen your marriage. So you need to practice sitting together in prayer. 
we must also remember that storms will come and practice forgiveness be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as christ god forgave you that's ephesians 4 verse 32 you have to practice forgiving each other it's hard to communicate well when you are angry and resentful and you cannot see the current situation very clearly if you nurse anger and you are resentful in your heart in your mind you have to let go of the situation solve it talk about it and forget about it right never bring it up again we spoke about listening before so you need to take time to listen the bible says in james 1 verses 19 to 20 everyone should be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to be angry you know when you listen you get to understand what the other person is saying without misjudging without misinterpretation we spoke about misinterpretations before and we said listen carefully maybe summarize to find out if you hear the other person well don't jump into conclusions if you can learn to listen without judgment or without waiting to jump in you know the your communication in marriage can improve drastically you learn so much about yourselves yourself and your partner and you learn about what they hope for what they fear what their feelings are so you need to be patient to listen and you need to be patient to understand it's true that sometimes your spouse will say things that are hard to bear but instead of rushing in with angry words angry response take time to think about what they said take time before you speak look for the heart of their words are they angry words are they fearful words are they frustrated words and see how you can support them instead of causing havoc or instead of being defensive about what they said this gives both of you a kind and a loving foundation where you can build your marriage and that nourishes you and brings you closer to each other and closer to god as well you need to understand that words can make or break your marriage and therefore good communication in your marriage in your relationship is the cornerstone for a happy and fulfilling relationship however if you have effective communication that remains topmost if you have communication problems you will realize you fight about everything about money about raising children about the house about the in-laws you fight about everything and you might even think it's the in-laws that are a problem it's the money that's a problem it's the house that's a problem it's the children that's a problem but in actual fact the problem is your communication you realize that the inability to build effective communication in your marriage can prevent the ability to solve problems because to solve issues because you will have like i said earlier on there will be storms there will be issues that come but if you are good communicators you will not have problems you know lasting problems because you'll be able to solve them there are ways to communicate there are principles in communicating or in speaking to each other have you ever seen or heard a couple where you find that the husband maybe realizes that there's an issue and they ask honey what's the problem are you okay uh, they say the wife will say i'm okay is there anything wrong no but the words and the actions 
don't collate. They are not congruent. You can see that the person is angry, but they are saying nothing is wrong. So you might have done something without knowing. It can either be a husband or a wife. It doesn't always have to be the wife that responds like that. Maybe the husband can respond like that as well. They say one thing in the mouth, but the actions are speaking something else. Never have double messages in your marriage. Avoid contradictions, you know, because your verbal and non-verbal communication must align, must be the same. You communicate with words. You communicate with your tone. You communicate with your facial expression, your gestures. So your body language says it all as well. So it's not only what you say with your mouth, but body language. So be careful of what you say and what you do. Are you communicating the truth to your spouse? And make sure that whatever it is, you must deal with it now. Don't delay because as you delay, you are creating negative emotions. Another thing is you must show respect as you speak. Respect your partner. Respect their value as a human being. As you would like them to respect you, make sure that you reciprocate that. Respect the fact that you are coming from different cultures. Respect the way they were raised. Respect the fact that you were not raised the same. So they might not see eye to eye with you. Accept the fact that issues can be viewed differently and uniquely. Don't assume that your perspective is the only one or the only valid one. Check the perspective of the other person and respect it. Also make sure that you focus on the current issue. Don't cloud the current issue, the current communication, and cloud it with the past, you know, bringing old issues. Avoid bringing unrelated grievance. That's why I said earlier on, make sure that you deal with things here and now. Don't shelve things. Don't shelve problems, challenges, right? Because what if you, if you do that when you talk and you talk about an issue, you will tend to bring complaints from the past. You will tend to bring complaints, grievances from the past. Sometimes you hear spouses say things like, this is not what I signed for, or is this what I signed for? Yes, you said for better or for worse. We also spoke before, but I'll say it again. Be careful of name-calling, blaming, insult, sarcasm, exaggerations. Be careful of putting each other down. Be careful of saying, because he hurt me, I'm going to hurt him. Or because she hurt me, I'm going to hurt her. Don't say things like, you always do this, or you never do this. Avoid saying, you should, or you shouldn't. You understand? Those words can only escalate the problems. They can only escalate the argument because they are attacking in nature. And this usually results in another person being defensive, taking a defensive position because they know that they don't want to be called these names. Be specific and clear in your words and be honest about your feelings. In the previous podcast, we spoke about when you talk about your feelings, say, I felt or I feel, don't say you made me feel, right? Because it's a blaming statement. And in your honesty, be sensitive to your spouse's feelings. Know that words hurt. Be careful because you might be sabotaging your own relationship. Avoid making us accepting excuses too quickly. 
own up to your actions, whether they are right or wrong. And make sure you listen carefully, respectfully, without interruptions or criticism. Learn to hear the other person out. Ask questions for clarity, as we said earlier on. And both be willing to answer any questions and offer any clarifications. Be careful of how you talk. Like we said in the previous um, podcast, always use kind words. Use polite words, soft words, yeah, so that you can get your message across. If you shout, you come across negatively and you create an energy for arguments and further arguments. Remember what the Bible says in Proverbs 15 verse 1? It says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. Use positive statements and humor when you talk so that the other person can see that we are not arguing, we are not fighting, but we are talking about this issue, solving this issue, discussing. There's no fighting. Be sure and be in a habit of always giving lovely words, right? Positive words, loving words. Give compliments. Encourage each other with words, right? And being in attentive listening as you do so. Find good, the good in the other person. Make sure you are kind. Do acts of kindness for them. And by so doing, you are also encouraging them to do the same. The Bible says we must not reward evil for evil. Make sure you understand each other. Make your expectations known. Don't expect that your partner understands what you are thinking or they should know what you are thinking. No. Like we said earlier on, they are not mind readers. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, Get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. That's what the word says in Proverbs 4 verse 7. Oh, our time is up. That's all the time we have for today. But tune in next Friday as I discuss more on this topic of the power of words. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions whatsoever or any suggestions on topics that you'd like me to talk about, Or if you'd like to have a one-on-one coaching session with me, please connect with me on Instagram at Lizzie Sosibo and drop me a message. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to join next week for another episode. Until next time, God bless you.